Morning. How's everyone doing this morning? I'm looking out the window, and it's about time. I see sunshine out there. Earlier this week, we had some, oh, 80-degree weather, and it got me excited for summer. Um, yesterday, I may have got a little too much sun. I don't know if you can tell in this lighting, but my dome's a little red. So that's one of the, uh, one of the, uh, the mishaps that you have being bald and in the sun. So... Um, I was uh, thinking about the warm weather, and warm weather gets me thinking of summer, which gets me thinking of all the summery things that, that we get to do. Uh, we think of vacations, and sometimes we think of, of events that are associated with summer. And one of the events that we have in this area is, uh, in August, is the Moxie Hop Festival. And I don't know how many people have attended here. Some of us, we've as a river church, we've, we've uh, done things during this event. Now, this event, uh, it happened, so like I said, in August, so in a, in a warm part of the, of the month. And, it, and basically, I think it started out as a, a celebration of one of the, main, uh, the harvest of one of the main commodities that we have around here, and that's, that's hops, which is an ingredient of, ingredient of beer. So uh, the celebration is kind of composed of a couple of things, but one of the main things is that uh, they set up a, uh, I don't know, a celebration in the park. And so that would consist of music and eating and, and, and things like that. And then there's also a parade that goes along with it. Now, I'm not trying to, I'm not, we're, we're in Moxie Central, so I don't want to uh, downplay the event. But, I mean, there are other events in the area that are quite bigger, Right. Uh, we have the Central Washington State Fair and a, and a parade that goes along with that, maybe more production and stuff. So what draws people to this little event here in town? I think what it is is, is community. Now, um, we go to these things, and it's like a once-in-a-year event. And when you go to this event, it's hotter than Hades out there. And <laughs> people are walking around. But what they're doing is they're talking to each other, seeing people they haven't seen for a long time. They're attending a parade, which is, consists of maybe pickup trucks and people handing out water and, and things like that. But, uh, but they're attending these things. Why? Well, little Johnny is in his, with his baseball team, and we like to see him in his parade. Or, or we, we know the, uh, one of the uh, girls from the, uh, from the court, from the... Uh, what you, the royal court, as you will, I don't know what they call it, but she earned, but she earned her title, and we we're there to support her. We haven't seen Bill for a long time. He's he's been out of town, and and it's good to catch up with him again. It's a sense of community. It's a sense of supporting each other. A sense of of uh, getting to know each other, and and uh, seeing what's going on in our lives. And that's that's what we're going to talk about today. So. Um, We'll be in Acts today, and we'll be in chapter 2, uh, 42 through 47. Now, to uh, catch you up to the point that we're at today, um, the book of Acts was written by Luke, or to believe to be written by Luke. Uh, Luke uh, was, is credited with, with two books. One is the Gospel of Luke, which is, I consider, the first part, um, and it is a, a the it is a, rec uh, a collection of what uh, Jesus' ministry from um, Luke's point of view. And the second part is 
Acts or the Acts of the Apostles. And this is uh, the collection of the events of the early church and the apostles and the disciples and, and how, how they grew. Now, um, Acts starts out with, um, after Jesus uh, uh, was rec- resurrected, he's uh, ascending into heaven and he tells everyone that, hey, in a few days, you're going to have the Holy Spirit descend on you. Um, and within, to briefly sum up, within that uh, few days, the Holy Spirit uh, comes upon um, the, the disciples and, and, and all the other believers. And at this point, Peter has a sermon in which the response was that there was uh, about 3,000 believers, is what the Bible says, um, that believed after that, at, at that day. So we're at that point, and um, we're in Acts chapter 2, uh, 42 through 47. Uh, we'll have it up on the board. Um, there are pew, or pew Bibles or chair Bibles or whatever you want to call them. And also, I use my device. So um, there are Bible apps too. If you, if you have it on your, uh, on your device, uh, you can follow along then. There. Acts uh, 2, 42 through 47. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and, and, the, and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and prayers. And awe came upon every soul. And, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking the bread in their homes, they, re- they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day, uh, those who were being saved. So that was Acts 2, 42 through 47. So, in this portion here, this, this uh, Acts part, it comes right after um, there is a statement about everybody being saved. So this was the reaction I believe that this is the reaction that the believers at that moment had. Um, they're, they're, and so what it shows is that uh, they started to believe and worship God together as a group, um, a community, if you will. And this is what we're going to talk about today. And so I, I broke it down into a few parts that I want to share with you today. So community believers study the word, fellowship, eat, and pray together. So the first thing that's mentioned in this in this uh, in this part of the scripture is 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 four activities, okay? And it's broken up to to uh, devoted to the t- apostles' teach, teachings, uh, to the fellowship, uh, to the breaking bread and prayer and and prayer. Excuse me. So devoted to the apostles' teaching that can be uh, or study of the word or study of the bible together okay so as as the as the church began um it didn't say they kind of went off in their own ways and kind of studied by themselves no they they got together and and studied um the bible um one thing is about studying together is that we are all at different levels okay and so when we meet together 
we all are, are at different knowledge levels or different uh, stages in our Christian life. And so when we study together, we um, are able to learn together, learn about people's uh, uh, lives, how they have applied the scripture to their lives and are able to uh, uh, share it with us and in turn we grow together. Um, the second part, fellowship. So the f- word fellowship comes from a Greek word and I'm, I didn't ask Michael how to pronounce it. I don't know how to pronounce it so I'm not going to. So I'm just going to tell you what, 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 what the, it means. But it means participation or sharing. And some of the, uh, there was a um, commentary that I read that sometimes this uh, word was used in context uh, of marriage. And so um, fellowship can mean something uh, more personal than just people getting along together. Um, a modern definition uh, uh, of course, uh, we want to contribute by Webster um, is friendly association of people with shared interests. So, what is, what would that look like in in a, a community of believers? Well, I think it it's um, sharing what is going on in your life, uh, sharing um, the low points and the high points, and just um, having that in common together. Um, and sharing uh, how, how God's working through that. The third part of this, uh, of this section is to the breaking of bread. Now, breaking of be- bread can, is, means having a meal together or sharing a meal together. Um, so that means that uh, during the this, during this sessions, at some point, um, everyone gets together and, and eats together. I always think of... I always think of Norman Rockwell paintings. I mean, or you always see those paintings where you have the whole family sitting around and there's a big old meal in the center and they're just all smiling and, and, and getting along. That's how I picture uh, what breaking of bread and sharing a meal together would look like. Um, and to the last part of, of that section is, is prayer. Um, you can't forget prayer. Um, prayer uh, is our communication uh, method to God. Um, we gather together um, and worship worship Him, and so uh, prayer makes it uh, makes the the time together uh, God focused. We go to Him um, for direction. We go to Him for um, for uh, anything that that. Uh, is on our hearts. We go to him to to give to give us a discernment in, in what we need to do, and we praise him in prayer. One of uh, one of the one of my family's favorite things to do is we have kind of a, a family game night when we have people come over, and um, so what that consists of is we get together. We, we eat together, we have a meal together, we put everything away, and we play games, and it usually consists of, of, of card games. And, uh, and uh, it's a relaxing time. Um, we sit there. Some of us get a little more competitive than others. Some of us are sore losers and sore winners. And, and, and so it's, it's, 
<laughs> I, I'm referring to myself. I'm not referring to anybody else in my family, in case you didn't get that. <laughs> but, but, but we have a good time together, and then afterwards we share a dessert. And during that time, we can either um, share with our guests what's going on in our lives, um, how they're doing in their lives, and, and it's a good night. And everybody is relaxed, and it's an enjoyable enjoyable personal social event. Um, we develop this, this rhythm that makes it uh, easygoing and, and fun for everybody. So the example that the early Christian shows uh, can be called um, a gospel or a, a community rhythm. Um, they've got a rhythm going when they meet together. They, they pray together. Um, they eat together. Fellowship. And and study the word together, and that creates an atmosphere where people uh, can enjoy uh, being together. It's not just coming into a room, studying the Bible, and then going home. No, it creates a family type of uh, of if we want to compare it to uh, my family night, but a family type of at, uh, atmosphere where we can share together, and we're more open and relaxed to share together. Um, and this is this is one thing as community believers that we should we should uh, practice, and we do. Um, we have what we call missional communities, and ours meets on Sundays nights, and 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 there's a group in Yakima that meets on Tuesdays, and the and the rhythm it uh, follows this this rhythm: eating, fellowshipping together, um, studying the Bible, praying together. But it also includes other things such as uh, serving, serving others um, um, and sharing with uh, sharing what God has done in their lives too. Uh, which leads me to my second point. Community believers are God-fearing and share what God has done in their lives with themselves and others. And others. So in verse 43... Um, this uh, the ESV version uses the word awe. Um, there are some other versions that use the word fear. So what does that mean to be God-fearing? So it, does it mean that I'm afraid that God's going to bug-stomp me at any moment? No, not necessarily. Uh, what it means is that we recognize God as, as our creator. Um, we recognize him as the sovereign Lord, and that, uh, and that, uh, by His grace, that we are we we are saved, and and we recognize the miracles that He He does in our in our lives, um, and those things that we should share with each other. Earlier this week, um, most of you guys are on social media, um, and most of you know who Jimmy Kimmel is. Now, Jimmy Kimmel, he is a talk show host, comedian, but mainly a talk show host, late night talk show host, and there's a viral video of him uh, sharing a moment, a personal moment in his life. Now, uh, uh, this week, his wife had a child, uh, a baby boy, and two hours after um, the boy was born, uh, the nurses noticed that there was something terribly wrong with with the boy. Um, and they, um, so they, uh, 
took him to uh, another doctor and they realized that he needed to have some sort of heart operation. And so um, the boy, he was had his operation and he's doing well and, and Jimmy shared that it'll probably be a progressive th- thing through the years that, that they'll have to fix. But what uh, what I why I bring this up is is how Jimmy shared this. Jimmy in, in his normal um, I don't know what to call it a shtick or his 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 thing during the show where he tells jokes. He came into the serious moment where he shared this personal moment with everyone and thanked people who were who were involved. And that's awesome. I don't know where Jimmy's at with God, but um, I know that it takes a lot to, to share um, personal things like that in, in your life. And so um, we can learn from his example. Um, every day we are encountered by what God has done for us. Um, we shouldn't bottle it up. When Ezra was hurt, everybody knew about it. And it wasn't it wasn't because we needed our David wanted the attention. He wanted to share what God was doing through Ezra. These things these things are important to, to share with others because um, it encourages us um, to see how how God can take a terrible situation and, and, and heal. And and um, it shows what a loving God he is. And and when he when people share those things with us, we in turn share it with other people, and it it brings people closer to God. And so my next point is that community believers serve those in need. So reading verses forty four and forty five, I don't know about you guys, but when I read the Bible. I prematurely contextualize contextualize things, meaning I try to relate it to something that I already know. So here's my reaction to when I first read this portion. What kind of hippy-dippy shenanigans is going on here? So what you're telling me, God, is that you want me to sell all my stuff, we're going to put it in this community jar, and then we're all going to live off it. Then we're going to build campfires and sing kubaya with David with his with his piece of junk built guitar made of guitar or old string and, and a box. Is that what's gonna happen? Is that what you want us to do? No. No, that's that's not it at all. <laughs> so the early church there, they it they it didn't say anything that they sell all all their stuff to get together in some sort of weird commune and they didn't move to Oregon and and walk around in wheat fields barefooted. Now, I'm, I apologize if I offend in anybody, but, <laughs> but but that's but that's how I I picture it. No, what it shows that they still that they still had possessions, they still had homes, but what it shows is they're uh, is they're led by their generosity, uh, by the Spirit. Um, so they uh, freed up things so they could they, they could ser- uh, serve others. I was sitting down writing a list of all the things um, that we as a river church 
have done or that people in the or River Church have done uh, that were generous. Um, and I ran out of paper. And that's an exaggeration, but there's so many things that, that we have done uh, together or as a church um, for, for people. Um, some of the things I can think of is that... Uh, is it, uh, when one of us is sick or having a hard time that um, others have stepped up to bring meals, to do something um, for them so um, they can concentrate on other things. Uh, uh, bringing meals at nights, boy, we've been a recipient of things like that. And, and when you're going through a tough time, when you have a kid or going through an illness, it's so great to have someone bring you a hot meal to to uh, to to help you, it just relieves you from thinking about that that night, and so that goes on here at the River Church. Um, some other things are are um, physical needs, um, helping out with repairs um, in house. You know, I mean, those things can get expensive. And to know someone who can help you out and is willing to sacrifice their time to come, um, it's great. And we've seen that here at the River Church. We've seen people help uh, other people move. Um, I've seen everyone here serve the community through um, a children's program that we have every summer. And that, that's no easy task. And, it's, and, and people put their time and their money in, into this because they feel that the that they want to reach uh, young young kids in the area. Um, I've seen uh, one of our missional communities serve at the Union Gospel Mission and um, to take their time to serve those who and and teach a, teach lessons to those who 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 uh, maybe are far away from God or who are down and out and don't know anything about God and they take their time to go and uh, be with them and serve, with, serve them. Um, and I can go on and on and on, but, uh, but uh, generosity is one of the, is, is, uh, is good, serving those in need. So the last part that I wanted to point it out is uh, communi- community believers publicly glorify God. Now the, 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 um, the early Christians um, mainly were part of uh, the Jewish community, and uh, they still attended uh, temple uh, daily. And so that was an open part of their lives. Um, so a couple years ago, um, David and I went to, David Wells and I went to Kenyana on a uh, mission, and we served together um, uh, we served a group called the Pocot, Pocot people, okay? And so basically it was in the bush. And these Pocot, they, they had a church there, and it was, it was made out of clay and stuff, and it was in a central location in this area. And I don't remember the mileage of the, the, the area or of all the villagers and stuff, but mainly um, there were just little... Uh, Areas or little 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 homesteads. Okay, homesteads. That's what we'll call them. Little homesteads to where people live, and they belong to to this this church. And they were spread out, maybe one or two miles. Uh, and so when we were there, we had church service or a worship gathering every night. And some of these people were 
out far away, um, maybe one or two miles, and they would come every night uh, to worship. Wow. How awesome is that? And let me tell you, worship service is nothing like worship service here. (laughs) Worship service there is nothing like worship service here. We had dinner together, and we worshiped probably two, maybe three hours a night is how long the service lasted. So, yeah. And so, they were long services. So, people were so, wanted to praise God together, wanted to worship God together so bad that they would walk to, of course, these people were nomadic, uh, what do you call it, uh, herdsmen. And so, they've already worked a long day. They walk, worship into the night, probably 1 or 2 a.m., and then they went home, and then they had to get up the next day and repeat it again. And, and their hearts were, were in that. That's where they wanted to be, was to, to get home or get done with work, go worship, and then come back and then do the same thing again. And that was awesome. And, when, and uh, it's an awesome demonstration for, for um, uh, people uh, to see together. So... tying it all together. When we become Christians, we're not called to live um, this lonely life. Um, The early Christians, it didn't say, okay, now there's 3,000 added to the group. So why don't you guys line up? We'll hand you your Bible. uh, We'll dunk you. And then we'll send you on your way. And let us know every once in a while how things are going. No. The response was, was, was these four things. They gathered together. Um, they studied together. They ate together. Um, they shared together. Uh, they shared with others what was going on and what God is, was doing in their lives. They were, they were um, glor- publicly glorifying God. Um, these are things that they were do, doing together. In verse uh, 47, it says, They gave favor with all people, and God added to their numbers. So, by all these actions, people, people notice our rhythms like this in life and say, Hey, what, what's going on with that River Church people over there? Hey, aren't you the people who, uh, who handed out those... Uh, uh, water bottles in the, in the parade. Or, oh, hey, aren't you? Yeah, you're the church who's, who's over there at, uh, at the community center. Yeah, you guys, are, you guys are good tenants. Oh, yeah, aren't you the guys who um, um, helped the school out and brought, uh, brought uh, stuff uh, like warm clothes and things like that for, for the kids? Oh, yeah, we, we know you. Um, we gain favor by, by doing those things. And it's not for ourselves, but for the glory of God. We, we attribute it all to God. Um, so to conclude, I, um, I, I want to read something that I read earlier this week. It was from a commentary. Um, it, it's by Daryl Brock. And, and, that, and it says this. This kind of engagement has a positive effect on mission. 
Everything about the gospel and Acts tells us that God's people are to take the initiative to show community and service around them and service to those around them. Much in the Western culture drives us to individualism and that undercuts the uh, development of community. We are taught to have things our way and and that being able to serve our individual needs catered uh, and, and needs catered to is ha- is how to measure the success of organization. In our culture, our individual needs and rights come before anyone else's needs of the group. The biblical picture is not one as someone receives from the church, although one does receive a great deal, but one that but one that gives and how one can contribute to us. So as I call David, the worship leader up here uh, today uh, for a closing song, um, I'm just asking how God is speaking to you today. Um, what what questions do you do you, do you have? Are you living the community life? Um, what do you feel is missing, and 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 how how can we help you? Um, earlier, I talked about a missional community. Maybe you're interested in joining a missional community. Uh, maybe you're just looking for a way way to serve. Um, you can t- either way. You can talk to um, uh, Bill, David, or I, or myself, and we can we can help you out in that. Um, let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, I just, I just thank you, Lord, for the example that the early church has had for us, God. Um, God, we're not called to serve as individuals, Lord, but um, you call us together as a, as a complete uh, body of Christ, Lord, and that we can serve you in that capacity, Lord. God, we just ask that uh, you lead us into how, um, how you want us to serve, God. Uh, whether it be in a missional community, Lord, or or just in any other capacity that that uh, that uh, brings glory to you, God, we love you and we thank you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.